and when yeah. you're sitting there, like you, you've got to spend the whole. Yeah, this is why. This is why I'm Ethan. That's what like, Greaves did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why we need a like a like a, a horseshoe kind of shape. You can do a mirror, so like angled. So I can look at you and look into the mirror. That's just creepy. Why would we do a mirror? So well, then I'm, I'm looking at the back of it. I guess I could probably. No, look at you're the looking into the mirror and look at me. Getting a mirror. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Chip Lunch Podcast. It is very exciting to have you back with us, and it's exciting for us to have a guest by the name of Daniel. Daniel Collins Starbell. Oh, you oh, gave us the full the name. The full name. Very Just cool. going to straight up dox myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Whoever's in America right now, yeah. it's me. All, all out. We've got 25 downloads in America. Did as we? Of, as of today's 25? check. 25? Yeah. Really, really? This yeah. one person has a lot of friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Thank you up. very much. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you don't know if they've downloaded your episode all, yet, all but because we're recording That's a good right. point. Thank you. Thank you for downloading <laughs> my episode when you haven't done it already. <laughs> Can we just make this the most downloaded one? <laughs> like 75. 75. 75. <laughs> I love it like 75, guys. That's the number. That's a win. That's I'm going to need to make a lot of alt accounts, but only aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Like I just step work for myself. We're just, we're just showing clips of Daniel in his room, just like with four screens, yeah, just yeah. like watching. I, I would go down to Riley because he's got like seven screens set up. Has he? he showed us on um, youth. Yeah, Riley is one of the youth leaders and he is a legend, but he is, yes. He's, um, I, I had a whole Zoom conversation with this man whose webcam had fallen off his computer and it was just like a portrait on the table and he was upside down and he didn't care. Oh. We were all looking at him upside down <laughs> and he was just working. Just like a wild individual. Okay. Um, but anyway, that's Riley. We're not talking about Riley today. Yes. We're talking about our, our guest, Daniel. So I'm Ethan, that's Joel. Yes, you are Ethan. I haven't introduced oh, you, hello. sorry. I'm Joel, by the <laughs> way. He's feeling a little bit left out. Hey. Um, I'm not feeling left out. No, well, you were. Oh, okay. So I didn't get introduced. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Daniel, the first question that we asked before we open this secret package in front of us mm. is how do you like to, to how do you like <laughs> to have your chips? Wow, that was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> how do you take your chips? Ah, uh, um so I like my chips with as much chicken salt oh. as possible. Yes. Okay, okay. And so whoa. No, 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 you go. Yeah. What's next? What are, what are you adding? Zero sauce. Zero sauce. I okay. hate tomato sauce and barbecue sauce does not well, go with chips. Oh, there you go. Wow. I listened Odd. to Greaves's episode the yes. other day and he talked about the chip and gravy roll at Wollongong mm -hmm. and that is the best way to have chips. Like chip and it's cheaper too. Chip, yeah, it's like <laughs> four bucks for like stupid amount of chips. It's so odd that it's cheaper. It's for so more, good for more produce. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that is I've I've changed my mind. Um, but excessive amounts of chicken salt is good. I, I like that. Um, when oh, do we want to do we want to open the, the the package in front of this? And I'll, I'll sure. Add, I wonder what it could details. be, guys. <laughs> yes, sure. Let's. I'll start opening. You add the details. Go for it. So, uh, what happened today was was like, well, let, let's let's spice up the desk a little and actually finally make right on our promises and actually get some chips on the Chip Lodge podcast. You just spoiled it before. Well, it was well here we go. Oh, really? I think you never. Oh, oh, it's chips. Um, <laughs> who would have guessed? <laughs> Stunning. Now, I put heaps of chicken salt on it 
Um, because <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what Joel's face looked like when he ate chicken salt. Oh, Did look, you just can... wait for the right time where he had just yeah. put it in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was yeah. pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> look, I'm not. I don't hate chicken salt. I just we can't. We can't. You just can't. You can't. Um, it just. It's just not the the winning f- combination, in my opinion. Fair enough. I, These are cold. I'm sorry. <laughs> Drive faster. <laughs> um, it's. I don't think it's faster. I think it's the unknown restaurant that you got it from. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Could could be. I'm eating a lot of them at the moment. And they're delicious. Chicken salad. Mm. Good. Nay. There's not much on there. I think that's why I don't mind it. There's there's a bunch on my side. Oh, wait till wait till you, you get judge. to the bottom. You judge. That is the thing of chicken salt. Have one and see if you think it's oh, too much. I can see. There's just Make a, a decision. <laughs> there's a mountain on that chip. That's too much. Too much chicken salt. You just said you like heaps of chicken salt. How do you rate it? This is like MasterChef. <laughs> Expecting you like dramatic. I give it a three. I give oh, it a three. Out, out of, of what? Out of three? Out of ten. <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> out of ten. Why? That is one of the worst chips I've ever tasted. It was a little cold, but it had crunch. I heard the crunch. I could I could feel the crunch. Mm. Yeah, but it was all crunch, no potato. Oh, well, that's because you've got a dodgy chip. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we could do, I could do this all day. Same. I don't think we're going to try. We're trying to try not to eat into our listeners' ears. Daniel, the question that we ask everyone that comes on this podcast is, how did you become a Christian? How did I become a Christian? Well, uh, if you're an avid listener to the podcast, you would know, you might know Braden's story oh, yes. of how he became a Christian. Mine's similar. It, um, it also happened at an ecclesia. And uh, so we were at an ecclesia one night. Oh, which, for, which for those who are not avid listeners... Uh, sadly, uh, is is a band night that we do at Solis. But yes, yes, it is a band night. Sorry for interrupting. Mm-hmm. All good, all good. Mm-hmm. It's a um, it's a band night that we have at Solis, and I was in maybe year seven, year seven or six, one of the two. You would have been in year seven by then, I reckon. Oh yeah, because it's mm. alpha. You're in high school. Yeah, alpha. Yeah, which is seven to eight. Mm. Just the one above. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was in year seven and um, we were in this room. Mm-hmm. I know it looks small to you guys, but it's it's like at least double this. No, 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 no. It's at least double this. So yeah. it could be more. Yeah. You, you don't know. You don't know. But it could. It's minimum. 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 So we're in this room and... There's a stage in this room. <laughs> oh, Set the scene, Daniel. Know. There was it's a beautiful. stage. There was um, barriers on either side to stop <laughs> people from escaping. No, <laughs> because we have a um, mosh pit at Ecclesia because it's band night. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we need to try to it's contain just like, it. It's just a strat to kind of bring, because the room is so big. We, bring the ro- we put some little walls up yeah, and it brings the this. room in a little bit. Um, and it makes... The dancing more cozy because there's nothing worse than being at a at a dance party and everyone's standing on the far walls. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. People he- don't want to dance. People don't want to dance, and it's heaps harder when the far walls are really far away. So if you put the far walls close together, you can peer pressure people into dancing easier. Yep. <laughs> peer pressure is not a good thing, but um, unless it's about dancing. Mm. 
and Jesus. Um, it's true, Jesus. but the only reason people don't true. dance is because they're too worried about what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. So if everyone's into it, everyone's going to be dancing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I'm, if I didn't like my dancing, I just wouldn't care. But anyway, anyway. How did you become a Christian then? <laughs> Talking about Ecclesia. So we're in this and who was on, there was a band folk who was on the talk. His name is Daniel, commonly known as Dan by the community. He doesn't go to this church anymore. He used sadly. to be a student pastor here at Soul Revival Church yeah. and has moved on to uh, Reesby, I think. Oh, it's around that area. Anyway. I just knew he moved. Um yep. Yeah, so he was on the talk and he was, he said, he finished his talk and he asked everyone to close their eyes and he said to everyone, if you're not a Christian or not sure if you are a Christian, uh, you can raise your hand if you would like to. And he, no, he asked if you're not a Christian and you're not sure, and you would like to become a Christian, please raise your hand. So I was at this time. I I had always grown up in a. You grew up in a Christian family, right? Yeah, a Christian family, and um, I've been Christian my whole life, according to everyone. <laughs> so here I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm a Christian, but am I a Christian? Okay. I am not too sure. So. That followed one of the criterias. Mm. So I put up my hand. I was like, I'm not too sure. I, I hope I'm a Christian. I want to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. So I put up my hand. And uh, he prayed for everyone with their hand up. I didn't know who else put their hand up. Because mm, we all had our eyes closed, which mm. was really cool. Only, only I don't think even Dan could see. Oh, no, but Dan could see because he had to talk to people afterwards. Yeah, yeah he, only, he only Dan could see. <laughs> um, but I do pray that those people who had their hands up as well got to um find god as i did and um so as ethan said uh dan prayed and after it he came and talked to everyone who put up the hand and he came had a chat with me and he he really changed my view and made me really want to be a christian on my own if you said you said that he wanted he changed your view what view was he changing the view that I am a a Christian that I'm a Christian because of my family. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. That's a cool, like kind of thought to have that like (laughs) stop eating Ethan. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Um, Was that feeling about like, Oh, I'm a Christian because of my family. Was that yourself feeling like that? Or you said before that everyone thought I was a Christian, but I wasn't sure if I was, which, which one was it? I would say it's a bit of a mix between both because I I had never said I was a Christian to myself at that point. Everyone's said, oh, you go to church, you're a Christian. Mm. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a Christian, I guess. And people say, oh, do you believe in anything? I'm like, yeah, Christianity, I'm a Christian. So I've told them that, but that night, I decided to tell myself. Mm. So taking personal responsibility for your faith. Mm. That's really cool, man. Did you, um, what, what changed from that point? You're in year seven. Do you think there's something changed from that point? Um, from that point, I think I 
became more confident with saying I'm a Christian. Okay. I, I've never not felt confident, but um, I feel like then I, I grew to a different level. Level up. Yeah. So people would ask me, oh, are you a Christian? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a Christian. And it's a different, it's a different kind of yeah. Like mm. it's a, it's a, yeah, I'm a Christian because you're telling, like it's a different, it, there's a difference between, oh, you go to church, you're a Christian. And the question of, are you a Christian? Like the, the different interaction there is really important because you're, mm. um, yeah, being able to actually say, yes, yes, that's, that's who I am. Like I'm a Christian. That's, that's a really beautiful, uh, really cool thing to get to that point. Uh, yeah. So Daniel, what year are you in now? I'm in year 10. And what age are you? I'm 15. 15, okay. So if you became, as you're saying, you became a Christian in year seven, how has that um, changed you growing up in high school? Because that's something we talk about a lot on this podcast is like you became a Christian reasonably early. I didn't become a Christian until I was in year 10, for example. So becoming a Christian in year seven is a little bit earlier than me, not as early as Ethan. So we all have our own journey with God, but what does... um. What does that mean for you in the next few years of high school? Like, how did how you seen things be different or were they the same? Um, well, I think it would be a lot different because through, from my view, I would say through high school to university and that, from what I've seen and heard from people, people sometimes just completely change themselves. Mm. And me stating and standing on the fact that I am a Christian, um, I feel like I'm more prone to just keep my ways and keep who I am true. Because there's a lot of people that change themselves and then and then realize that they <laughs> realize that just adjusting the microphone. There you go. I don't know what you're doing, Ethan. He was doing this. Oh I yeah, was just, I was just you just got to keep the microphone in front so you can, yeah, you can move it any way you want. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's um, probably not <laughs> ideal. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of people change their. Um, <laughs> I can't look at you. Like. <laughs> a, a lot of people, a lot of people change their, the way that they are, and then decide, ah, uh, that's not who I am. That's uh mean version of myself i'm rude to people i'm not actually caring about myself mm. but um i feel like if i was going to change myself and then just change back in a couple of years what's the point right so you're saying that if you've taken this turning point of becoming a christian that's a genuine change in your entire life but you don't want to make sure that that doesn't happen and like you flip back kind of thing. Is that what you mean? Mm. I feel like if I don't pronounce myself as a Christian, then I'll end down that rabbit hole of just trying to find out who I am. And I feel like finding that I am a Christian this young, I won't ruin years trying to chase something that i'm not <laughs> is that something you're scared of that sounds like something you're scared of i, <laughs> I feel like because i don't want to waste time when i can be teaching other people because i i About really jesus you mean yeah really yeah i really love um hanging out with people 
and then them asking me questions and me getting to answer them. Really? That's mm. cool. That's cool for someone of your age to be have like that maturity. What um you gonna give an, got an example of us like that kind of question you've been asked? Because I'm guessing at school you're in a mainly non Christian context there. Oh, yeah, there was Give us give us some of the curly ones you copped. <laughs> Apologetics with Daniel. Let's yeah, go. we can. Yeah, we can answer the Let's questions here. Let's do it. Uh, I've um, I've talked about this in front of the whole church before. Yeah. Um, but I won't say that story. It's I don't like to repeat stories. <laughs> okay. Unlike <laughs> my father, who repeats. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Dad. That's amazing. <laughs> Your dad, who is warden of Sor- one of the wardens of Sorrow Revival Church, which so. I hope to be, and we'll get on to that. <laughs> oh, do you? We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> aims in line. Yeah, we'll actually get on that point later because okay, I want right. to actually talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, Let's go back to the curly questions, but uh, some questions I've gotten <clears throat> is that. God's not real, first of all, 100%. That's a statement, but is they say, is God real? Or they just say, no, they just say to you, God's not real, so well, don't talk to me about it. They say, God's not real, mm. and I just take that as a question. So I answer their question saying, like, why do you think that? Okay. <laughs> what makes you think that God's not real? And they're like, uh, death. Death is still a thing. And I said, yes, yes, death mm. is a thing. But that doesn't mean that God's not real. You're from, these people are geniuses. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I know. High school. Uh, a lot of kids thinking that they know everything. But play, so play that yeah. conversation out more for us. So, you, like they'd say, "Well, death is still around." What do, what do you what do you usually say? I I say yes. Of course, death is still around. You need to die to go to heaven. Do you not know your basics? <laughs> <laughs> this time I'm. I'm not the nicest kid. This was this would be year eight. I haven't gotten that question in a while. Okay, because with the confidence, a lot of people just don't bother because they know they just know they just know they just know. But and it doesn't it doesn't stop people from asking tougher questions. Because often saying. those those questions come out of like, questioning oh, identity. I can, I can like mm. I can trip you up, yeah. or I can like make you not think the way you think. And when you're, like you're saying, when you're confident about it and you're just like, well, like, it doesn't really matter what you say. And, and like having, having responses is helpful, I guess. But, but that underlying confidence is almost the most important. I just completely like, Jesus is, agree. Like, I, I, sure, I don't necessarily have all the answers, but I know that Jesus saved me. And mm-hmm. like, there's nothing they can do about that when you're in that case. And it's really cool that you've gotten to a point where you're just like, well, come at me. Cause and I think that that confidence that you're talking about, that, um, Daniel, I was about to call you Adam, your dad's name, <laughs> Daniel, is I think that confidence actually causes people to question their own confidence. Mm. And the, what, what do I think about being a Christian? So then they'll come at you with hard questions, but it's coming out of a place of like their lack of confidence, you know? So that's why I'm really encouraged by you saying that. Um, what's, some, what's some other questions they give you? Instead of like, oh, God, death exists. Um, Which is even a question. <laughs> you can you can share the one that you shared, because yeah, yeah, yeah. like because there's heaps of there's heaps of people in America. In America, they're trying to listen. <laughs> to this. Americans haven't heard it. I need to first of all try to remember what it was. <laughs> um, oh, we were we were playing handball. I know that fact, as you do. Handball for American listeners is not the European handball. It's a game you play with a tennis ball and play with different squares. I think they call it four square. 
Oh, Foursquare. I, I, yeah. Okay, not the app. Yeah. <laughs> there's an app? Yeah, there's an app called Foursquare. <laughs> like, I love it. How you're like, there's an app? <laughs> I can play like handball? Is it, is it like <laughs> that Facebook thing? No, it, yeah, it was like four, yeah, That's what it was like. Foursquare was a thing like around when Facebook, I'm probably going to get my timings wrong, but um, it was a like one where you checked in. You're like, I'm at this place, I'm at this place, I'm at this place. It was what it was called. Ooh, that does not seem like a good app to have. Early days <laughs> of, of apps. <laughs> Early days of the internet and apps. No restrictions. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, I You're playing, hand, hand, playing handball. Yeah, playing a handball. Um, this chick, who's been my mate for about a year this time, um, she asked if I, she could have a chat with me. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So I stepped out of line. Which is a dangerous play because you lose play. you lose your spot. Yes, so, which was a dangerous play. But um, I was like, eh, why not? Um, so she asked me a question. I'm still trying to remember this question. It was like, I think it was something about heaven. Maybe, I I may be getting this time mixed up with another time. But, Just but um, she was asking about heaven and why I think that's the way to get there. Hmm. And I was like, well, God's the way to get there. <laughs> There's no, well, Jesus is the way to get to God, which is in, he- who is in heaven. Yep. And um, she was an atheist so she didn't believe in the whole god and heaven and that i think she was more satism but anything anyway satan satanism satanism Satanism, satanic (laughs) which was so weird because she would just drop that bomb at random times right just to try to make me go ah (laughs) cool (laughs) but um yeah so she asked me that and i was like yeah Jesus, Jesus is how you get to heaven. She's like, well, how do you believe something that you can't see? And I'm like, well, there's a lot of things that you can't see, but you believe. <laughs> like Satan. <laughs> like Satan. <laughs> Satan is definitely... Like, <laughs> like Satan. It's true, right? She doesn't believe in Satanism. Oh, you were oh, just calling okay. her a Satanist. No, no. no. <laughs> I was saying she wants to learn more about that fact oh she's she's an atheist but she's into she's going that way instead of yeah okay yeah yeah, i see i see okay it's she's a little weird but there's there's some of those out there that ask questions like that yep so i just blatantly asked that i answered that and i think she just got flustered she was like why are you why are you attacking me? I'm like, I'm not attacking you. You came to me and I answered your question. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, yeah, but you're just saying it in that tone. I was like, what? Just trying to make you believe the truth? And she was like, no, no. You're, you're saying it in a tone that I'm dumb. And I was like, no, I just want you to learn. <laughs> When you say, I just want you to learn, I, wa- I wonder why she's like a little bit upset at your tone. 
I just want people to learn. <laughs> okay. So we talk a lot on this podcast about how we look reflect on our lives back when we were Christians in high school and that sometimes we wish we were more into our confidence in holding like holding on to Jesus than not. Is there a chance that you might be letting the confidence in Jesus <laughs> overrun <laughs> a little bit too much there? I, I think I have too much confidence <laughs> and not enough knowledge because at this time okay. I'm still learning. I I don't know the Bible front to back. Well, I think the, the well, I think God's word is so deep that I don't think we ever finish learning before we die. <laughs> so that's that's okay. But that's a that's a that's a, a pretty humble thing to say too. Also, yeah. I don't know everything. Mm. So, what uh, do you have certain strategies that help you start knowing more things? Uh I pay attention a lot more than I used to. <laughs> so I would always, my main goal would just be to hang out with my my friend. You mean at church or at youth? At, or at church, at yep. church and, and youth. Both times when it's very important to listen, which I didn't normally do. Um, I, was, I was a bit of a rascal. When I was a little kid, I think rascal is a bit of an understatement, isn't it? I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it a little bit, little bit of an understatement when I'm talking about myself here. Yeah, there's, there's so much I could say. <laughs> yeah, I was I was myself. I was not paying attention at all. So I was like, how can I pay attention more? So I joined. Well, I didn't join. I got, I think mum got asked if I wanted to do Fuse. Which is our year five and six group at uh, Solis. Yeah. Which just as a little side note uh, to get a bit of context for Daniel's uh, 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 earlier statements, um, that, that year five and six group Fuse uh, to this day has never made sushi uh, since... <laughs> Since Daniel and oh his no. friends were there, um, no, it was just me. <laughs> it was just me because because of the amount of mess they made. It was really? yeah. I don't think I I don't I think I was getting rice out of the carpet and the couch and the everywhere for like I reckon a year later. I made a rice ball. Through it, that was a little bit. I think it was the size of a softball. It was awesome. Um, I didn't throw it. I, well, I throw it throw and it then I made it again yeah. and put it into the freezer. No, <laughs> freezer or fridge. <laughs> one of the two. I don't know. I didn't know the difference <laughs> at that time. And um, I forgot it. So I left it in the fridge and Amazing. it's yet to ever it was find its way. Out. It was but that's okay. thrown out. But yeah, sorry. That was just a little context. Um, before I, I'd, I've forgotten what, what you had said previously. That uh, Daniel was a rapscallion. <laughs> yes. Oh, and you were saying that you were asked to lead at Fuse. Yes. Um, and that that was a, that's been a key part of you learning to learn. Well, <laughs> learning to learn. Both, both learning how, learning about God and learning how to teach people about God. Hmm. So I have to, a lead people who are a lot younger than me mm. who are learning what I already know but um they're they're kind of a lot like um people in high school a lot of them 
don't know as much as these kids do. Mm. So I, I was like, ah, so if I can teach them, then I could teach mm. my fellow, fellow youth. <laughs> you mean you pointed that out before is that you, you want to teach other people now, now that you've become a Christian, you've grown up and you're in year 10, you want to teach other people now. Is that one of the main reasons you wanted to do fuse and lead those young crew? Um, yes, I was at that time. I really wanted to become a pastor. Okay. And I, I still pastors one of the top three <laughs> for me. Just so like, what's in the, what's yeah, the what's, other what's two? The okay. <laughs> so number one is product designer. Okay. So I want to design products and produce. For anyone in particular or just products? Uh, whatever. Yeah, like cool, if cool. someone wants a chair. Sure. I can make a chair. Nice. Then engineer, which okay. stems off of okay. product designer. Very cool. Um, and then pastor. Sure. I've had a word with your father about that too. Oh, yeah. Is he also really wants me to become a pastor? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you know Stu, sorry, American viewers, but he is very enthusiastic when it comes to people. Well, American American viewers, you can you can meet Stu uh, and jump over to the Shock Absorber podcast. Hit that up. True. He's there every week. Edit that in, please, producer Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Ding. Good set. Good set. I, I got you. Um, yeah. So I was. T- I talked to him a bunch of different random times. So I talked to him one on one in just church, hmm. and then one time talked to him about, about at Burrell Pines, mm-hmm. which is like a week away. Where yeah, we a couple, a couple of people from church go away uh, down the coast and camping. camp together mm. over uh, just after Christmas. Uh, it's a good hang. Burrell Pinay. Burrell Pinay. Burrell Pinay. Correct um, pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I had a chat with him whilst we were camping mm-hmm. and just different times where I'd been like, I really want to do this. But there's also the struggles where I've heard a lot of stories of some people who don't treat passes with the most the, not necessarily the easiest job mm. in the world, which is fair enough. I, I give so much props to Stu mm. after a lot of the stories that I've heard. Well. Yeah. So yeah, so but there are other times where I've like, oh, this is this is so cool. Mm. This is really cool. Cause Stu, being a pastor, he knows so many people. He knows an insane amount of people. I think it goes Stu Lou because Lou's Stu is Lou's husband. Lou is what? Stu's <laughs> wife. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, your said, parents. I, yeah, they're my yeah my parents. Yes, <laughs> just and they're his godparents. Oh, yeah, they very are very cool. Yeah. God brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going through that. Um. Yeah. So I think from my structure of people who know the most would have to go Stu and Lou, then you and Elijah. I do not know as many people, but yeah, that would yeah, they, yeah. They know things. And then it would and then I think it might go my parents. Why is why is that important to know lots of people? To know people. No people. <laughs> no well, many no many individuals. Yes. Um networking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard a lot they, of they people They get him young now in high school They go, networking's really important Start, It start is actually start yeah, it It's is. so important it, I, I've gotten, I've But I didn't get taught that till uni And by then I didn't care I've gotten a lot of people who have talked to me And said, 
oh, if you want to make it, you need to know so many people. So you know. So like, you've got a LinkedIn account? <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> follow Daniel on LinkedIn. Yeah, but I just, I just want to know so many people because there's so many stories hmm. that people can tell you and you can yeah. tell them. And some of the stories can be people's struggles with Christianity and people's strength, which helps you get stronger. Hmm. And you can share them, which may help them either become a Christian or get stronger in their faith. 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 <laughs> there you go. Real insightful, bro. Yeah. Including the, 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 the yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, um, I was just thinking about your friend that you were talking about um, who was asking you the question about how do you can believe something that you can't see. But that's exactly what faith is. It's like belief in something you can't see. That's what it's all about. So, yeah, that's really cool. That's, and I think what you're saying there is a real cool expression of your faith. Are there any, um, in particular, uh, Bible verses that you like to think about or you, that you, you've memorized recently or over time? Well, there is one that I've memorized recently, but it's not very useful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Throw it's, that um, one out. It's 2 Kings 2, 23 to 25, I think. It's <laughs> <laughs> super yeah. random. I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. What are you talking about? What is it? Oh, it's the verse where um, to, a guy walks into a town. And a group of kids. This sounds like a joke. And a group of kids walk out. Oh, is this? And they, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is and they make fun of him. Yeah, and then he summons a curse on them. And two bears come out and kill 47 of them. She bears. <laughs> she bears come in and maul some peeps. Yeah. So um, so what have you got out of that <laughs> particular <laughs> verse? Well, I, I, as I said, I haven't gotten anything out of it. It's just one that I've known recently. Learned recently for no reason. But Who's um, it, who is it? Two Kings... Two Kings two. Two Kings two. Twenty two. Okay. To twenty five or it's twenty three to twenty five. Anyway, um but uh John three sixteen, yep. I think is a big one. Yep. And um I have a really bad memory where I would I would go sit through a full talk mm-hmm. and I'd be like, That is an amazing verse. That's my favorite verse. I would Decide not to write it down. This is where writing down comes very important. Writing down is very important. Very important. Where I would just forget it. And then the next year, this happens a lot in camps because camps kind of do the same thing. So I would go next year and I'd be like, this is amazing verse. However, I never heard this. Then that (laughs) night I would be like, oh. (laughs) What was that again? It's it's gone. Last year. (laughs) Last year, remember that next day. Not at all. Yeah. All right, here's 2 Kings 2, 23 to 25. That's what it is. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, Baldy, they said. Get out of here, Baldy. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. <laughs> and he went on to Mount Carmel and from there returned to Samaria. And he just... He just Kept going. Just drop the mic. I read I read a chapter in a book about this, and unfortunately, I am a like Daniel in that my memory is dreadful. Um, but it was it, it, there's there's lots of excellent meaning can, that can be drawn from this. Uh, off the top of my head, I won't be able to find that. I feel like you need brain. a little bit more context in earlier in the in in Two Kings at least. But um, and about like why they're calling him Baldy and all sorts <laughs> of other things. I think it's just a very funny and random, <laughs> <It really laughs> random is. verse. It is because I noted this in um, uh, Courtney and James's Bible. 
So they had a Bible at their oh, wedding true. and they were like, write down your favorite verse. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I searched it up on my phone and I was like, this is that hilarious. One. This is the one to this. put in. That's the one I'm highlighting so that when they <laughs> look, look, at, look at all their wedding guests' favorite Bible verses, this is the one they'll see. Well, I went up to James and I was like, you better find my verse. <laughs> and he said, I will make sure to find your verse. Perfect. I love that. Um, very, very cool. So... Daniel, you're in, so you're in high school at the moment and that's really exciting and you're, uh, you have some very cool future plans, which are very exciting. Um, <laughs> that's lots of fun to think about. Um, something that you have, um, and you're, sorry, and you're, you're something that we call a light leader here at Soar Old Church, which is a leader without being a full leader yet because you're still at school. Um, and so in, in that, Capacity, uh, capacity. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, in that capacity, how do you, how you, how do you feel being a leader at church? Like, what's what's that doing for you? Well, I'm in that sense. I'm a little weird. I really, I really like it, and mm. I want to do so much more. Why yeah, is that weird? That's not weird. That's well, super cool. It, it's different to to um, the point of view of two of my friends. Well, I'm not going to name, but um, you probably, you definitely know them. Um, they one, uh, we started Fuse, and he decided to stop doing it because it was stressful. And I was like, I get it, I get it. I kind of, I kind of like was like, come on, you got to do it. But in, I realized, nah, it's fine. You c- you choose to do what you want. I can see how it might be a little tough and then the other one um he he does he still does fuse but um i i pray for him a lot because he may not i worry about him a lot because he goes to youth and he skips a couple times Hmm. i'm like come on man you son come on join the discord <laughs> and he's like oh, I'm, i will i swear but he doesn't and i can see how he can get annoyed by me going dude join it join yeah, it yeah. but um it's just i really i really love him and i really want him to do it but yeah so he um finds it hard so he must be he takes breaks mm. a lot and the other guy found it really hard but i'm on the other spectrum where i want to do so much more and this is where the um where becoming the warden comes into play <laughs> okay <laughs> Can we let, yeah let's let's unpack this all right so joel to the best of your knowledge what 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 do you what does a what does a church warden do uh, that you'd have to be Daniel's dad. Mm-hmm. That's the um, first step. <laughs> Adam has been a warden for quite a long time, hasn't he? He's mm-hmm. done a lot of things. So, the the wardens that well in our church in particular, they are the uh, kind of um, governance and executive slash administration side of our church mm-hmm. that make sure that we're abiding by all laws and doing all that kind kind of stuff. All the important governance stuff that still needs to happen in the Anglican church. You still have to have to have an AGM and all that kind of thing too so there's a lot of governance is the right word 
Um, and uh, your father, Adam, is uh, our uh, pastor's warden, I believe. Mm. So the, our pastors get to choose a warden to help them out. And then we also elect two other wardens. And so that team, they help us make um, really big decisions as a church. So um, financially, um, when we've had to stop things due to COVID, all those kind of things. So they, they help us make that. Is that, you feel like there's a power in that role? Is that what you like that? <laughs> Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Um, so what I know from, my, from what my dad does is he talks to Stu a lot <laughs> about a lot of stuff. And I'm like... If I don't want to, if I don't become a pastor and I don't want to be, I want to be still like somewhat up, up to that level. Just hanging out. Just hang out. Just be like, yo, I'm here. Everyone knows me. <laughs> Is, um, That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. And my dad, he's always been really well known in the church. Where I think you would know this a lot, but um, where he would just introduce me to people who knew me from when I was a kid, but I had no clue who they were. That is a. <laughs> that is a How do, let's let's talk to that for a second. Um, so I, so some 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 of us I don't know about if you've ever had this, Joel, but um, uh, in not coming from a Christian family, I can imagine that it's slightly different, but um. My parents, as as was previously established, know a lot of people, um, and a lot of people, thus getting. I have been introduced to many a person who gone, "Oh, I knew you when you were this big," and that's a really weird thing to experience. So it's really hard for someone to be like, "Yes," like I'm like, "Yeah, cool, that's great information," but mm. what do we do about that now? Like, mm. what, like, like, <laughs> can I? Do I know what's your name? Like, um, and 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 that's it's not a bad thing. It's actually a really lovely thing to have been a part of a community for a really long time to the point where people know you and you don't know them. Um, but being in being a part of that community for such a long time, Daniel, um, uh, what's it like to be still in that, still kind of growing up in among, surrounded by people that A, may have known you for a long time or B, maybe coming in and out? Um, does, does, does my question make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. What, what do you reckon? Um, I reckon it's amazing because I get to meet new people basically every week. Um, and I get to meet people who I've already met <laughs> when I was this big, <laughs> but, um, I didn't know them. So I get to basically re, re know them. Mm. Yeah. Um, which is super cool because I love talking to people and especially adults. Yeah. Why is, why is that? <laughs> I don't know why I said adults no, like no, that. No, it's, it's no. <laughs> this, 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 this scary older people. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but why, 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 do you reckon, why do you reckon talking to adults is cool? I don't know. Um, adults. Whenever I was at a party or whatever, mm. I, w- I would rarely hang out with the kids and I would just hang out with the adults who were somewhat supervising and being <laughs> like, bro, these conversations are through the roof. <laughs> They're so insightful. And Fair I get enough. to I get to learn so much, and I joke around with them, mm. and they joke around with me, and I just get to learn mm. such cool people. I think that's why I don't get invited to parties as much because cool. <laughs> I don't I don't really <laughs> hang out with the kids. Do you just go and hang out with the mum and dad? <laughs> <laughs> I used to it's a little too. Just chat to your mum. Hello, Mister. 
Hey, Dad. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. I've never called them Dad. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it okay if I call you Dad? <laughs> but, um. So the community is great because I get to know so many people, mm. but it's also a little um, saddening because I get to know a lot of people who leave as well. Mm. And I'm like, but I, I looked up to you. I thought you were so, so strong in your faith, but everyone falls out. That can happen sometimes. Well, not everyone. No, yeah, so yeah, most it, people. Yeah, no, I don't even... Yeah, some people can, and it's it's a bummer. Oh, yeah, not most. I, I get what you mean. Is that because you look up to them as Christians, mm. and you respect how they are as Christians, and, and then when they perhaps fall away or don't keep coming to church, you're like, hey, I looked up to you in terms of, like, as a model to being a Christian person. Is that why you get upset? I, I get not really upset, more confused. Okay. Because I'm like... Well, if you're skipping, can I just not come? Mm. And then my parents make me come. And there was there was a lot of there was a time where I didn't want to come to church. I will I will admit the where I really really did not want to come to church, and I just wanted to stay home, do my own thing. But now I'm the complete opposite. I I love church so much. Um, it's just. The community shows me a lot of strength and... Well, gives you a lot of strength. Well, so you mean? Yeah, gives yeah. me a lot of strength and and also shows okay. where some people's commitment just shows no bound mm. and just they come consistently and then just a year later, I would find out that they were going through such a hard time. Mm. And it's just, you're crazy. How did, why... Why did you come? That would have been so stressful for you. But they just persevered. Is that something you're comparing to the other kind of spheres in your life that you're in? So like at school or uh, whether you play sport or whatever, are you saying that if those people you knew outside of church were experiencing like pretty difficult circumstances or suffering that they would respond in a different way to the people at church? Oh, 100%. There's a... School, I know so many people who just can't take anything mm. and they just, I, I feel really bad when I, and I really want to help them out. But um, they, instead of coming to a community, they do the complete opposite and they just stay as far away. Like isolate themselves kind mm. of thing. Yeah. It, talk, talk to me more about that because what we've, I think we've worked out that I'm almost 20 years older than you, right? <laughs> So tell, tell me about what it's like in, at school now um, and just tell us your experience. You don't need to compare it to anything else. But if you're saying that uh, people at your school can't take anything anymore, what does that mean? Um, a lot of people are very, very, um, I don't know the word, but they're, I would say a little weak no offense, not in a mean way, but they Maybe can't... Maybe lacking resilience? Sure, we can put it there. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, they can't take a lot. They are very um, to themselves and don't really share that much. Where 
I have been told that I share a little <laughs> too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a balance there somewhere. I'm definitely over that balance, <laughs> but um, in that I don't understand how people can shy away from people. So I've never understood that, but um, people just as soon as something bad happens, just don't show up to school. And I would be like, oh, they must be sick. That's that's just the default. Yeah. It's either you're, you must be sick or you're just, there's a test on that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's either a dog in school. Ah, you're sick or you're just, it's just a math test. And there's no in between or over. There's no, oh, that guy's really hurt. Mm. He's really sad. So in doing that, no one knows what to do. They're just like, ah, uh, cool. They just still act the same. They still pick on them because everyone picks on everyone still. Yeah. So they still pick on him where it would be a little better if they were just a little nicer some days because we all have a day where we just need it. Peace and calm. That's a that's a really cool observation that I don't think I've actually thought about about the the reason we go to stuff and the reason we commit to stuff and like like you go to you go to school because you have to go to school like like that's at, at base level it's like well I got to go here because it's my job as a teenager or as a whatever uh, and that gets to a point where people decide I just don't want to and I won't right and that's fair enough but. It's, it's almost easier to not want to go to school because you have to or, or because there's heaps of bullying and there's heaps of all that stuff. And that's mm. awful because uh, it's not necessarily actually a great space. But one of the reasons people get so excited about uh, one, of the, one of the really beautiful things about church as a community uh, for teenagers in particular, not just youth group, like I'm talking actually going to church and like Daniel, you're talking about um, talking about actually hanging out with people older than you and, and being in community with people is a really important part of growing up and living life in a really real way because you can go, okay, this thing that I have to go to every day sucks. I don't want to go to it. But actually getting to that, again, we're coming back to that confidence thing, being confident enough that not only that your faith is legit, but that your faith means that I have a space where people will love me. I'm confident in that love. Um, that's a really cool thing, I think, um, that I think I think we're missing a little bit in our community um, where we don't always have a space to go just to know that we're loved in that space. Um, and that's for a lot of people. Uh, for some people, that's home. And for a lot of people, that's school. And for some people, that's work. And um, yeah, I think it's really cool that, we, that people can have church to go and go, yeah, no, I, I know I'm loved. Um, I think that's really special. And I, was, I just had that mind thought while you were talking. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's a really cool little example of that um, I think also what I'm seeing from you Daniel is like you're compassionate mm, about other people and I wonder if you're talking about people not knowing how to deal with people other people at school having a, a tough day or whatever mm. is that showing compassion to people is another way of showing them Christ's love and that's what I'm really stoked on hearing you about it because especially in a male yeah in a male group that compassion isn't really allowed to exist <laughs> sometimes <laughs> because of being picking on people or paying them out 
Um, and again, uh, again, I always think about, I wish that I had more confidence. The confidence that you have, and for example, Ethan had when he was at high school, to know that I was loved. And we talk about being in a space that we're loved, but knowing that we are always loved by God. So important. It, it does transform you. That's what it says. It transforms, transforms us and renews our mind. And that's what you're doing when you go into school, is it? That, and being compassionate and, and hopefully being compassionate when people ask you questions about <laughs> it too. And I think that's really cool. I, the other thing I wanted to ask is what do people at your age find difficult? Mm. So you said something bad's happened to them so they stay home from school. Because I would love to compare if something's bad in, in my age group when I was at school, right, compared to things are very different for even your generation now compared to mine. I think one of the big things is the internet. I think that's – the internet was only just like – I would look up football schools on the internet, you know what I mean? Like there's that and kind of message boards and that kind of thing. But for you, it's uh, – for you and your age group, it's very different. So I think – I feel like that might be one thing, but I'd love to hear what you think people find difficult at your age. Um, I would say the number one thing – that people would find difficult would be doing something for a long time, for an extended period of time. What does that mean? Well, the internet, you get basically everything. Everything you like want. Like that. Yep. And it just, it doesn't make people stop and t- go through something. I love this. Slowly <laughs> and carefully because it's so instantaneous mm. so if i can't if i can't get something when i want it they're not willing to put in the effort to get it is that what you're saying yeah give us an example of that what that would be well a lot of um a lot of people who i would say sport is another thing that people do so say you did i don't know soccer you weren't seeing immediate results. You weren't seeing, oh, the next day, well, I can run a kilometre whilst dribbling a ball. Then they just give up and go, no, nope, that's not the sport. Let's find another one. Another one that I'm just inherently good at. But I don't I don't think anyone can really be inherently good at anything. No, good stuff. Take at the practice. Start. Like that's, right. that's just how it works. Yeah. So what's so is that something that so people at school think they should be good at soccer without practicing? Well, soccer is just a term for a lot of things. Yeah. Well, tell me, tell me sense. what the lot of the things are. Just it just has to be the terms like um, maths. Maths is a really big thing in school. A lot of people don't put time into it, so they don't get good marks and go. Ah, maths is stupid. If you that's <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of the same, but <laughs> there was, there was a point where I was really into maths and I did maths for a while and I was good at it and people, I, I did maths, I was good at it. So people were like, ha, you, you're good at maths. Good job. Good on you. And I was like, Okay, I don't want to do maths anymore. So I stopped doing maths and I I wasn't as good. But you didn't like people encouraging you about it? No, I I liked it, but I didn't like maths anymore. So okay. I stopped it. But then as I stopped it, I got worse 
And when I get worse, I was like, I'm not getting the results. So what I do, I just don't spend time on it. So I got worse. I'm still okay at maths because the time when I was into it was the basics. But um, I'm not getting any better. If anything, I'm getting a little worse. So what you're saying is that the the internet often teaches your generation um, that everything is instantaneous. The instantaneous nature of the internet teaches you that you should just be able to have everything because information is just at your fingertips. Mm. So you, you like, I can Google anything I want, really. What else? What else is there that's that you find you think your generation is struggling with? Well, I would I would kind of split my generation in half. Okay, so. I would say my side is a little in between. So before my generation, people kind of grew up with video games and that. And in that sense, parents kind of knew this isn't that good. This is going to be addictive. So yada, yada, let's try to not do that. Go outside, play. Put put limits on it. But then... My friend has a younger sister, like two or something, and she came to our soccer games, but she would just play on her father's phone. As the technology got better, people got more addictive. And, and they, they get more, they get better at making the apps or whatever more addictive too, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, making it more, uh, this thing's cool, we're going to change it in like 10 seconds. So it's a new thing. <laughs> Yep. more addictive yep. and it just keeps on drawing you in yeah exactly so i think my half is a little bit better at um controlling it than younger kids well, okay. there's a lot of videos of a lot of younger kids who throw really big tantrums over <laughs> when like the internet i mean i I know a lot of people who have done that, but not to the extent of some videos that I've seen. Mm. And so it's really hard to stay focused when you get everything instantly. That's a really cool point. So you get the young young people who have grown up with devices mm. are finding it hard to concentrate on things that actually matter that matter a lot like in you in terms of getting better at something so that kind of getting better at something is lost because the devices and the apps and the instantaneous nature of the internet have taught them that they don't need to do that or made them think that they don't have to do that i would say it would make them think that they don't have to do practical stuff so practical things that you need to learn so online would probably teach you to do video games more than to maths. Co- or to code. Or to code. Yep. Well, code's, I would say, one of the better things to learn. But that's, a, but that's a thing you need to actually go, I'm going it's to a, learn this it's a thing. Craft. Like that's a, that's a, yeah, 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 that's just another thing. Too. Yeah, it's a craft. Right. Just like even maths is a craft. Yeah. Like you, if you don't work on your craft, it doesn't get better. Fully. Right, and now the consistency thing is so interesting. Is that 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 consistency thing that you're talking about, Daniel, applies across all of life. Mm. So it's it's not just whether you want to get better at video games. You have to practice it, right? Oh, yeah. mm. Whether you want to get better at maths, you've got to practice it. You have to do the reps to actually get better at it. 
if you want to be a better Christian, and we've you know we've been right now we're t- doing a, a, a series in Hebrews where we're talking about moving from spiritual milk to spiritual meat. And you talked about Daniel earlier, like oh I don't know that much about the Bible. Well, the only way you know more about the Bible is obviously reading the Bible over and over <laughs> again, right? Yeah. But that's the, the beautiful thing about God's word is it just it 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 has so much depth to it. And I'm finding this lately doing Hebrews is like, man, I've got to get back into the Old Testament. I, I don't know enough about the Old Testament. So I, I find that the feedback that you're telling us is like really, really interesting because we like to see this podcast as a way of understanding and hearing what young people have to say, but also then we can try and un- try and apply some biblical wisdom to that too because that's how we try and operate in uh, what we call an intergenerational model at our church is that we can have people like Ethan's grandma, who's actually coming on next episode, guys, who is 80 plus. I, I, I don't know. It's got to be around, eight, let's say I 80. I don't think she is. But then, well, she's got to well, be close. We'll never know. Jeez, that's, I'm going to get in trouble ask, for yeah, that. We you can't, can't ask Bev. She's between You're 20. Yeah, <laughs> she's, yeah. she's, she's, she's over seven. We'll oh, say that. Still putting a number. God, it's true, 20 right, something. Right, right. 20 in something. In 20s, in but then 20s. to have yourself on and to telling us this is what's happening is like we understand what now what's going in youth culture. And we've talked about this on the Shock Absorber podcast too is that how you listen to uh, younger Christians and how you approach youth ministry decides how your whole church operates. And that's why it's really cool to hear you telling us about this stuff because we can go, all oh, right, that's cool. Like, and we know what's coming as as you grow up. We know what's coming, and as you are saying, I want to meet more people to be able to tell them about Jesus. That that encourages me heaps. So just just to let you know that. So that's cool. Anything else that you think that is a really important thing for us to know about your generation? I don't know. I. It sounds like you spend a lo- your generation spends a lot of time on devices. Oh. that affects their <laughs> that affects their like like their yeah. it's addictive. Like you're saying, it can affect their mental health a lot. Mm. Um, how do you go with that? How do I go with devices? Ooh. I would say it's 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 always going to be addictive, no matter who uses it and how much they use it. Because the yeah. the apps especially are designed to be addictive. Yeah, they're designed to be just to drag you in. So I I have been struggling with this recently. Um there is a quite an old game uh going around 21 years ago being created called um CS:GO that I have recently gotten into that um in the past month I went from playing have played 25 hours in it over a year of downloading it to now have played 130, 40 hours. <laughs> in, in, in what period of time? A month. <laughs> that is a lot. I think my, my, longest, my longest game time on a game is I've got 360 hours. In what what game is I've that? I've got 400 in Terraria. <laughs> How? <laughs> I'm just grinding for um, <laughs> items that are really rare. Really rare. Really. That's, that's consistency, man. That is. That's consistency. A, cu- a couple of the see, hours That's not even a game offline. you could like, you could grind at to get better. That's just like, well, it is. You can get better stuff, I guess, but. And then another one. At COVID has really annoyed me because <laughs> the good thing about school is teachers, well, teachers teach me. I can't teach myself anything. 
I prefer someone who already knows it and who is like, oh, yeah, do it. This way is easier. Change this. Blah, and blah, then blah, yeah. tells me it so I don't have to figure it out on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that hard in COVID because they just give me a body of text to read. I can't read very well. Um, and then do like 12 questions. I can't do that because I can't teach myself. I need someone to teach me. So I've just spent time on these games. And <laughs> I would love to say that um, CSGO and Terraria were the only ones that have played and grinded in this, <laughs> Fair enough. In this time. But it's not. And it's because they're so addictive. I oh just yeah. can't get off it and do the things that I need to do. Mm. I was, I was going to ask a question. Um, uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's your daily average screen time? Oh, I'm phone is so good at the moment. Oh, really? Computer haven't turned it off. Oh, okay, fair. Um, daily so average, I think, I think I'm at I'm at four hours, which is up thirteen percent from last week. Three hours and fifty five minutes. That's uh, three hours and forty six minutes. <laughs> One hour nine minutes. Ooh, that is good. Well done. I don't Look use at you, it. digital I really native. Don't, I really <laughs> don't use it, and I haven't used it the past. That disappoints because me, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, right? Like, my, it just, it just makes me sad every me. time I look at it. I'm That's the like, thing. I've been making an effort not to use my phone too I much. And I think during... Do you have the down button? Like, it tells yeah, whether you've got up or down. Yeah, it's 30% down from oh, last week. Oh, that's pretty good. Because mm. I, do, I do now think I don't have my phone in my room at oh, night. Yep. I just have an old school alarm clock. Mm-hmm. And I school saw a really cool thing is, like, when you are um, using your phone mm. first thing in the morning, you're on other people's time. And they're telling you what to do. Ooh. Let me I'll f- keep going with what you're saying. And I'll find the real quote. Okay. Okay. Um, I so the reason why my screen time is so down is because I've been grinding. Yeah. Oh, d- your computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I think one of the things with one of the things with COVID is really hard because we're we're for those of us that are that are aware, like trying to be aware of stuff like screen time and trying to be aware of that stuff. Um, it's there's not much else to do, right? And so it's easy just to go, well, okay, I'll just spend all my time on my computer or on my phone or whatever. Um, I think that it's a really interesting conversation that we don't necessarily have to have now, but one that we can f- continually have over the course of chip lunch and over the course of some other things is um, really love to chat about what it means to be a Christian in the digital space. Because one of the problems with this is that we are, we're in it now. Like there's, there's no getting away from it. We can, we can, we can just turn it off. Right. Like, and and lots of people are doing that and that's okay. But I think especially as we're trying to um, be in culture, but not be, be a part of culture, but not in culture. Is it the other way around? I don't know. Um, Be in the culture, but not of the culture. That's it. Yep. Be in the culture, but not of the culture. Like how do we, how do we be in the culture, which is so, so exclusively online often. How can we do that, but be Christians in that and be really explicitly Christians in that and really confidently Christians in mm. that? I think that's something we could, I'd love to chat about in the future. Or Do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, one thought is some people's way to get out of the internet is to go to a community spot like a church. Whoa, so going, great idea. <laughs> going from being a Christian online mm. to going to a church has some downsides by you're not really going to be meeting as much um, as much non-Christians as you would if you 
went to school, That's work, right. university, daycare. <laughs> <laughs> but but what you're saying is church is important. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's important to, even though we're immersed in this online thing, it is, you're right, it's, it's good to get out of that and see people and church is a great way to do that. It's also a good way to be with people that are different mm. or be oh, in a situation cool. that's different. Because when, like, anything online... Most of the stuff, and you talk about the games that are addictive and stuff, they are made to make money. So the more addictive it is, the more money that those that game makes. Same with Facebook and other social media. The more they can keep you on it, the more they can get more data on you, the more that's they can make... why they're addictive. Exactly mm-hmm. right. That's why they make them addictive, because they can make their money from that. Um, but I think uh, some of the stuff you brought up, Daniel, has been really cool. I actually have that full quote for you. Yeah, here it is. And we can, we can probably uh, finish up on this. Yeah, let's do that. If you start your day with social media, the news or email, realise this. You're starting your day at the mercy of others. Social media, is o- social media is others telling you what to think. The news is others telling you what to read or watch. Your inbox is telling you what to do. And I just think that, that what I tried to do now, and I don't always do it, but I always try to start my day with the Bible. And that's like, if I'm going to have anyone telling me what to do, it might be good to tell the God of the universe, to listen to the God of the universe before anything else. So that's how I try to think about it. I still am failing to do that at the moment. I'm, my daughter's not sleeping very well, so I'm like, oh, I'm not getting up at six o'clock like I want to, but <laughs> to do that kind of thing. But I think taking an encouragement from what you're saying, how we could work against that addictiveness and that we have to be in that culture, but not of it, mm. is let's start our day with the Bible. And it may, it's a suggestion. Not everyone does it. I know that you tell me that you, you read the Bible later in the day, Ethan, that's fine. But I think that's um, that's a good way to start rather than rolling over in bed and picking up your phone that's designed to make you addictive and people telling you what to do, which affects things like mental health and how you feel about yourself and all that kind of thing. So that's not a dig at you either, by the way, D- Daniel. It's oh. it's cool that you've brought those things up and I think oh, that's something so we need good. to keep talking about. It's super important and it's one of the reasons we wanted to get you on. Mm. It's just mm. like, let's chat it. Like we spent all this time talking about high school. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's get someone who's actually in high school. Yeah. I, I was <laughs> going to say, I'm the first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the first teenager. It's like actual teenager. Still in high school. Uh, yeah. I think I'm the first teenager that's been on any cri- so uh, revival podcast, po- yeah, not podcast uh, and and service. Yeah, well, this isn't really a service, but oh, in that from from as of sort of digital kicking off this this COVID, yes, that is true. Um, mm, I think so. Yeah. Well, well done. Well done. Well, well done. done. Thank you. Right on the path towards becoming a warden. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll no, slot right in. Warden has to be behind the scenes. That it, yeah. Oh, that's true. So maybe if I just <laughs> yeah yeah, just go ha- go hang out with, with the mic. Go hang out with Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, wrap the chips up, as you like to say. We do have the chips, but we can't really wrap them. I oh, threw the bag over there, but we didn't really eat them either. But um, Daniel, I'm, you've, I'm about to thank you, and you've walked away. He's wrapping the chips. Here you go. He's going to wrap the chips up. But um, thank you so much, Daniel, for joining us. Really appreciate it. You've had one chip, one or two chips. That's good. Um, thank you, Ethan, for your time. Thank you, producer Dave. Thanks, Dave. Behind the camera, behind the let's behind the on the cans. We appreciate you, guys. Um, if you've got. Uh, some spare time, which we were talking about. You have some spare time. You do. Maybe try and uh, check out some of the other podcasts that we have on uh, Soul Revival Church, which is our digital gatherings and also the Shockers All podcasts. talks about how and why we do church the way we do. With your, with your screen time, you could also um, use that to move the mouse down and hit like and subscribe. Oh, um, absolutely. Because that would be excellent. Um, and yeah, uh, that was all I want. Oh, and there is a Discord. Oh, there is a Discord in the link. Yes, the make link sure you, you can get on that. We can start talking yeah. about how we can actually 
at least redeem some of the things that we see on um, on the internet, and mm. we can start talking about how to be Christians in this current culture. And we can give some we give Daniel some apologetics advice. Oh yes, yeah. yes, he seems to be experiencing a lot. Yeah. But, Good stuff. But now it's time to wrap up the chips. Wrap up the chips. Oh, very good work. <laughs> and we'll finish with a one-way. Yeah. One-way. <laughs>